Hi there, welcome to the other side of the door. You know, this is all about my writer's journey in creating this series of books, the Dimensional Alliance series that started with The House on Infinity Loop and Infinity on Fire that's coming up here in November. And I probably one of the funnest parts of my journey is world building. So what does that mean? Well, I'm calling this world building writers with Legos because basically it starts with this blank slate and we're going to talk about how that blank slate turns into something three-dimensional and hopefully something that your readers can feel good about, can enjoy, can identify with. And probably the most important part of this is that all of us are building a world for ourselves, And we're going to talk about that too right after the break. But during the break, my friend Lizzie Bott is going to tell you about how I'm building this world behind the door here in my podcast using Anchor FM. Okay, thank you, Lizzie Bot, my good friend, for telling us about Anchor.fm. I really have so much fun with that. Um, those of you who've read my book know that Lizzie Bot is an actual character in my book. And without putting any spoilers out there, she's pretty darn cool. So she's part of the world that I built. It's probably the funnest part, besides creating characters who over time become your friends and who you think of in context with all the other people that you know, world building is the place where they live. Now, in the case of the Dimensional Alliance, that means that I have lots of different worlds to build because it's about dimensional travel to worlds that are very different than the world that we live in here on this planet. And I have to tell you, it's really fun. And you know, the title is Writers with Legos because that's kind of how it feels. Now, I have grandkids that play with Legos, but you have to know that I was one of the original Lego users. And I could play with those silly little blocks for hours and hours. My sister and I used to sit down and we built worlds. They weren't just constructs. There were people that lived in those little buildings and little towns that we created. And those people had names and they did things and they had fun and they had challenges and ideas and all of those kinds of things. Um, because we had vivid imaginations and Legos was a great tool 
to allow us to express that imagination. Now, as I got older, writing became that tool for me because I realized that when I wrote, I could make it anything I wanted. Not just what I saw physically with my eyes, but what I saw in my mind and in my heart. And so how do you go about building a world? Well, first you kind of have to know what kind of people live there, which is kind of backwards maybe from the way we picture the earth. You know, the earth was here and then there were people and animals and all that kind of stuff. But if you believe, and some of us do, that, that the world was created for a purpose, then that world creation was done from a creator who had some very specific things in mind. As a writer, I have that opportunity to say, okay, so here's how I know I want my story to end. This is what I know I want my characters to go through. What environment would allow for me to do these things, some twists and some turns? Um, what kinds of things are going to make my characters comfortable? What kind of things are going to be challenges to my characters? Um, are there mountains? Is there a volcano? Um, is there an ocean with lots of fish to feed the populace? And maybe then with an ocean comes some storms and maybe a tsunami, you know, whatever. Um, all of those things are factors that create the environment for the story that we're making. And so how, you know, I try to relate my journey as a writer to our journey. Um, some of us have businesses. Some of us are raising families and have a business. Or some of us are working some kind of a job, but we want our surroundings to be better. There's all these different aspects of life. And one of the books that I used to love to read and still do are the books where, oh, Robinson Crusoe was my first example of this. And there he was stranded in this place where there was nothing. There were no towns. There was no place to go buy food. There was no buildings set up where he'd have automatic shelter. He didn't know the area. He didn't know what to expect for the weather or anything. And he had very, very minimal resources based on the wreckage of his ship. And with those resources, he did the best he could. Now, was it fun? Was it comfortable? No, really wasn't. It was a struggle. And oftentimes in our life, it is a struggle, but he had a goal in mind. And he first stopped and looked at the situation. In the military, this process is called UDA. And the first step is to orient yourself. Where am I? And what are 
my resources. And then the second thing is that you have to organize what you have in a way that it will be helpful. Um, in Robinson Crusoe's case, he used the staves of barrels he found floating on the water. He used the contents of the barrels and so forth. And he used the native foliage and all of those things. He also explored the island that he was on to give him a better idea of how he could no longer have to be in the situation he was in. Um, and then the next day, Spinuta, so it's orient, organize, and then decide. So with what, with what you currently have, without any daydreaming or uh, wishing, what do you currently have and how can you organize it in such a way that it will make a difference for you right now in your current situation? Organizing your time and your uh, resources and your mental clarity, recognizing what abilities do you have and what abilities do you not have, because that can be important too. What you don't have might mean the difference between the later part of this, which is to make a decision. So after looking at what you've got and organizing what you have in some kind of meaningful way, then you make a decision and you say, this is what I'm going to do with what, where I am and what I have. Okay. And after making that decision, the really important part of this formula is the A. It's for action. Okay. In every situation, you can do all of the first three, orient, organize, and decide. But until you actually take that action, it's worthless to you. Okay. And so that's one of the things that I run my characters through all the time is this process. Um, it's one of the things I run myself through all the time. And I know this great lady, her name is Terry Levine. And she went through some really huge struggles in her life. And when she stopped allowing it to harm her, the things that were going on, and she took stock and realized what the problem was. She took action and it changed her life. Well, I was so impressed with her because she's recently put out a book and um, I decided that it was really important to do an interview with this lady so that you could see exactly what I'm talking about. She's amazing. What she has to say is not fairy tale stuff. It's actual tools that she used 
to make a difference in her life. And now she's using that to make a difference in other people's lives. I don't want to do any spoilers for the program tomorrow, but I do want you to take a moment and make sure that you can find this podcast again so that you can be prepared Wednesday, the 23rd, I will be putting up this interview with Terry. We might go a scoosh over our usual about 15 minutes that we do, but it's going to be 100% and incredibly worth it to listen to what she has to say. And you might discover that this is a book that you want to have in your library. She has made a huge difference in the lives of many, many people. And she wants an opportunity to continue to spread the word about this. And when I saw what she was doing, I just couldn't help myself. So see how Terry rebuilt her world and her story is amazing and inspiring. So please don't miss that. Now, okay, so world building. You can build the world you want. You can rebuild your world because sometimes things happen and those worlds fall apart. And when they fall apart, what do you do to fix them? Okay. When I work in my books, I always have an end in mind. And that helps me to move my characters forward to a good conclusion for them and for my reader. What I'm hoping for you is that you consider what you can do, Uda it. And what can you do to improve the world you've already built? Or to tear it down and start over if that's what you have to do. World building is important. It's one of the things human beings do, writers or not. So, until next time, I'm so glad that you came and joined me on the other side of the door. And tomorrow we will welcome Terry Levine to the other side of the door as well for a great thing. Now, what do I write? I write science fiction fantasy. Does it have applications in the real world? I think so. So here's what you should know. I also have something cool that's coming up. The first book in the fantasy, The House on Infinity Loop, came out this last April. We will have available for pre-order starting Thanksgiving, the second book in the trilogy, which is the beginning of the complete series, the Dimensional Alliance. And it's coming out on Thanksgiving. It's called Infinity on Fire. And we'll be talking more about that soon. 
hey, you guys, come join me. Tell your friends about this podcast if it's helpful to you at all. Please share it in social media, in places that you think would be helpful to people. And you can leave me a voice message or you can um, do, you know, whatever you like to support this podcast. But I'm hoping it's going to be meaningful for me and for all of you always in the future and always in your present. Okay. All right. So we'll see you later on the other side of the door. Don't forget to tell your friends. We're going to have Terry here and it's going to be awesome. Okay. <laughs>